What's up, what's up, people? This is Vince Vega with My Life and My Words. And it's exactly that. My life, my life stories, my life trials and tribulations, you know, my life uh, journeys in my own fucking words. I don't try to sugarcoat shit. I don't try to use words that I don't know the meaning to. <laughs> I, I don't try to, you know, put too much on it. It's exactly this, my life and my words. I've been talking about some of my homies that are resting in peace, and I want to continue on with that uh, by talking about, man, my dog, my motherfucking dog, my heart, my best friend in life, man, my homeboy, Big Cisco, rest in peace, man. Um, i kind of been almost like uh, not avoiding speaking on this, speaking on him, I should say, um, but uh, I just knew I had to really put some deep thought into this and make sure that uh, I said what I wanted to say about the homie and it came out right. Uh, for all I know, I may not even put this out. I may, uh, may maybe do a couple of drafts before I even put this out because the homie Cisco to me was, uh, he was more than just my homie, man. He was like my brother. He was like my big brother, man. So uh, it's, uh, I get sad when I think about him. I miss that fool. And uh, so, you know, when you really, you know, when you when you start thinking about your loved ones that are no longer with you, that are no longer here, sometimes it makes you sad. But at the same time, I don't want the homie's memory to to die off, you know. My my goal is to make sure that my homies' memories live on forever. And and that's what I, I plan on doing. Um, especially by making these these episodes, you know. Um Cisco, big Cisco from Richmond, VFL to be exact. Um I met the homie, I think I was fresh out of camp. Fout Springs Boys Ranch, I was about, shit, I don't know, 14, 15, 16. I was about 15. Um, I came home, and he was in Vallejo. He lived in Vallejo, and he was fucking with my homies tough. And uh, I met him, and uh, we just instantly clicked. We just instantly clicked. He was older. He was a little older than me, and um, and but for whatever reason we clicked, and I thought about it later on. I thought about it, and I realized that um, I think I think we clicked because he had a he had a younger brother. I found out later on he had a younger brother that was killed. Um, his brother Fly was killed. He had a younger brother. He had an older brother too, but his younger brother was dead. And uh, I think he may have looked at me like a like a younger brother, because we were I was younger than him. Um, let me see. I was a teenager and he was already in his twenties. Right? Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe he was immature. I guess I don't know. Um, I looked up to him like the big homie and shit, like just the big up, uh, not even big homie, a big brother. Cause he showed me love, he showed me respect, so we uh, we clicked, man, and uh, started kicking it tough. He started taking me to Richmond. 
He started attacking me around his homies and shit. Um, his homies were older than me. And uh, it was cool, though, to be around some older cats that was, you know, that was with the shit. So I I enjoyed being around older homies that was, uh, that had something in common with me, you know. It, it, you know, and uh, even though they was gang members and shit, you know, it, it gave me something to look look up to, I guess. You know, looking up to these motherfuckers. Like, damn, these fools is in their 20s and shit and they, you know what I'm saying? That you know, the older homies or whatever. So, when he was taking me out there to Richmond, I was, I was, uh, I was uh, caught up by that. You know, I was intrigued by that. Um, I liked kicking it with them because they were older, and they took me under their wing. They embraced me because they homie embraced me. And uh, uh, Cisco was a good dude in his neighborhood. He was a well-known cat. Um, Cisco was a crazy motherfucker, man. <laughs> he was a little dude. He was not a big dude. But he didn't give a fuck. Cisco didn't give a fuck about none. He he wouldn't hesitate to talk shit and take off on you. Um, Cisco didn't play no games. Um, he didn't hold back from telling you how he really felt about shit. Um, Cisco was a gangster, man. He was a real life gangster man, quick to talk shit, had a short fuse, um, you know, hard headed. You know, he had a lot of downfalls, I guess, if you look back and, and, you know, think about it. You know, he did. He was hard headed. You know, he had a short fuse, a bad temper, all that shit, you know. Uh, And you add that up with some, you know, being a gangster and shit, being a gang member and and just not giving a fuck. And that was Cisco. Um. He was crazy dude, man. <laughs> I would trip out on me like, damn, this dude, you know, he's kind of little. But he didn't give a fuck. That fool had no fear, man. That motherfucker had no fear. So I'm thinking, if my homie don't got no fear, what the fuck am I going to fear? So I'm with him. I ain't tripping on nothing, you know, because I know this fool's down for whatever. So what do I look like, you know, being scared or or, or being whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm going full throttle. If my homie here is going full throttle and he's the older homie, shit, I'm right with him, you know? So, you know, he put a battery in my back and I was fucking 100% with it, you know? So, we was riding. We was doing all kinds of shit, man. Um, all, all, all kinds of crime, man. We was committing all kinds of crimes. We was doing... We was... Uh, Banging in the streets, banging on motherfuckers, man. We was robbing and stealing and selling this and selling that, and and uh, and he was all for it, man. He was a, uh, we was to, I remember we used to get off acid. We, I used to live in these apartments, and uh, we used to be in the fucking laundry room chilling, uh, dropping acid. This is back in the nineties when motherfuckers was off big acid before this really hit. We know we'd be in there. On acid, smoking weed, drinking, whatever. This motherfucker, man, he he was down for whatever. <laughs> he was down for whatever, man. He didn't give a fuck, man. And this boy was just going to live his life how he wanted to live his life. And uh, th- that's what it was. That was Cisco. And he drew, and he took me under his wing, man, and, 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 and uh, guided me in the streets, man. And... Uh, 
I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, well, he caught a case. He caught a case, went to the pen, and did a little bit of time. Not much. Maybe two years, maybe not even two years, maybe even a little more. I can't remember, man. Um, but he came home. He came home and it was still on and cracking. You know, um, but let me rewind, though, because we used to live in these apartments. I lived in these apartments, and this motherfucker rented a ho- rented one of the apartments right upstairs from me. And so this motherfucker would wake me up throwing rocks and shit out my window, and uh, that's how our day would start. We had a, we had a couple blocks sewed up. Um, this fool was like selling crack. He was selling crystal. And, uh, you know, he was doing his thing, man. And he was supporting my habit. Had me right there with him. We was, you know, selling shit here and there. And, uh, we had this, uh, block sewed up and, uh, we didn't leave the block for shit. We didn't leave the block for nothing at that time, man. We would go upstairs to his apartment and have, have, you know, a little party. It was a, a apartment or two that were empty. We broke into the motherfuckers and would just run an extension cord from my apartment or from or his apartment and, and, you know, have lights and music and we good, you know. We used to have big parties in the apartment building with hella people from other other towns and shit, from at upstairs all the way to downstairs, you know. We used to be in there thick as fuck outside in the back in the alley, all over the fucking place in the apartment building, terrorizing shit. I look back now and I'm like, damn, I feel bad for, I look back now and I feel bad for the other people that lived there. The good thing was it wasn't too many people that lived there, but we was on there terrorizing shit. We fucked up the washer and dryer. We did so much shit. We we fucked up the abandoned, the empty apartment buildings, the empty apartments. I mean, we fucking broke walls down on the motherfuckers. We was having parties. Motherfuckers was living in there, shitting in there, all kinds of shit, man. It was just, we were just tearing shit up, man. We didn't give a fuck about nobody. We didn't give a fuck about nothing. And I look back now, and I'm just like, damn, we was on, <laughs> we was on some bullshit, you know. But when you're young and wildin' and don't give a fuck and don't nobody say you nothing to you, don't nobody tell you nothing, you ain't got no structure, you ain't got no nothing. You do what the fuck, whatever else you want to do. You do whatever, whatever you want to do. Ain't nobody telling you nothing. You know, there's no, there's no repercussions, man. So why stop doing what the fuck I want to do? My mom wasn't saying nothing. Wasn't nobody saying nothing. The neighbors for sure wasn't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? That was buying crystal off of, off of, off of the homie and shit. You know, I had a neighbor that was a booster and shit. I had a neighbor that her, you know, her, all kinds of shit, man. <laughs> Everybody was into something, man. You know, but uh, we was wild as fuck in those apartments, man. And I remember one time. Um, I don't know what happened, but it was like a fire in that motherfucker. This fool's apartment damn near burnt down. I think his girl at the time burnt that motherfucker down. Um, my memory's a little fucking hazy when it comes to that shit because we was doing so much drugs and drinking and partying that I really can't remember details of uh, times and dates of shit that went down because we was doing a whole lot, man. And Cisco didn't give a fuck. 
that fool didn't give a fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 I could just see that fool's face right now. Just, you know, he didn't give a fuck, man. And he was quick to get offended by shit, you know? I'm, uh, man, so much shit, man. So many memories come to mind, you know? Um, but the apartments was off the fucking hook, man. Um, oh, man. I got to take a sip of this shit right here. So this fool Cisco caught a case and he went to the pen. And mind you, all this time I'm telling you about the apartments, I'm a teenager. 16, 17, right, 18 maybe. Um, this fool caught his case. He came home and we was chilling. We was doing our thing. We was back hanging out, partying. Um, yeah. We, and then, uh, so we got into some shit, me and him and another homie, and uh, we caught a case. Not too long after he came home, we caught a case together, and uh, we were going to take it to trial, man, but since he had just got out, and they kind of had, you know, some evidence on him, he decided later on to to fuck the trial, just take the deal. He was worried they were going to try to break him off hella time. Because, uh, you know, he had a prison prior and they had some evidence on him, specifically on him, um, that he was worried about. So he decided, fuck that. I'm going to take a deal. Let's take the deal, whatever, right? So he's, that's the homie, man. So I'm like, fuck it. I thought we had a chance, but... Knowing damn well we didn't have no fucking chance. There was there was <laughs> we didn't have no fucking chance. The motherfuckers picked me out in the lineup. They had that fool's blood fucking all over the place. He fucking um the motherfuckers I, I don't really wanna get into it, man. we caught a case, man. We 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 fucking kidnapped the fucking cab driver, you know? And uh we were so high High and drunk at the time, man. Fucking the cab driver picked us up right by my house. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't, we didn't have much action. So, fuck it. We took a deal. He, they gave him 13 with half and gave me nine with half and gave my other crimey nine with half also. Uh, so, we, we, you know, we, it was funny though because it wasn't funny, but I'm just thinking, man. You have to uh, excuse me if I'm if I'm uh, dragging this shit out because I'm trying to uh, remember everything as I tell tell the story about the homie Cisco, man. I'm just trying to remember the time frame um, when the shit happened. I didn't get caught. I remember I didn't get caught. I hid out in the uh, in the fairgrounds uh, parking lot in Vallejo. We had we were on the freeway and we stopped out, ran out the cab and got out and jumped over a couple of fences and hid in the fairgrounds um, bathroom. That fool got caught that day. Him and the other homie got caught that day. I didn't get caught until about a month later, maybe even longer, you know. And so when I drove up to the county, he was already there, you know. I see him and I'm like, oh, that, the homie's here. He but he's looking at me like, Psh, stupid motherfucker. You know you don't fucked up, right? <laughs> you know you don't fucked up. He's looking at me like shaking his head and shit, like damn fool, you fucked up. 
and so yeah, that's how our, that journey began. But the crazy part was, so we catch, you know, we catch the case, we take a deal, we go to the pen. I didn't see him. I can't remember if I, I yeah, I did. I was with him in San Quentin, right? San Quentin's a reception center, so we were there for a couple months each, and then uh, my other crimey too. After San Quentin. I never seen my other crimey. Never seen him again in life. I haven't seen him since. This was in 98. But Cisco, he left San Quentin before I did. And um, just so happens, I ended up in the same prison he he was at already. So <laughs> our fucking journey continues. It didn't stop there, you know what I'm saying? We ended up being in the same prison, in the same yard together. And, and uh, you know, that's... Those are those are things, situations that you know make a friendship even stronger, man. Because <laughs> we ended up, we got into a riot. I remember, and he had a he got a black eye. Um, Cisco was like, I I, I don't want to mispronounce it, like a hemophiliac, where like he would bleed a lot if he got cut. The cut would bleed forever. If he got a bruise, the bruise would fucking last hella long. So it didn't. It, it didn't take much for him to bleed or to be bruised. So he, I think he got hit in the eye, and the fucking black eye was there forever. Like we had like a black eye for like a month, but it didn't take much to bruise him though, you know. So since he got a black eye during the riot, they they were, they shipped him out. They shipped him and a few other people out. But before they shipped him out, me and him was able to sell up together, and we were on lockdown. And for for a little while, so I remember before he shipped out, I think he went to Tracy to DVI. Um, we was in New Corcoran, SATF, and so we was locked down, but we was sellies and shit, and we was having a blast, man. We was having a blast, fucking smoking, drinking. <laughs> Who was in there smoking weed? We was drinking Pruno. We was talking shit. We was flashing back. And just thinking, talking about the streets, and it's crazy. Imagine your best, you and your best friend, do all this shit together in the streets, spend all this time together, and then you catch your case, get locked up, and now you in the cell together, being cellies together, doing this time, you know. And uh, and I'm glad in a way that I got to spend that time with him, you know. Those memories I'll never forget. Being with my homie, I never forget, man. And in a way, um, I think my maybe my mom and some people may have had, you know, um, maybe looked at Cisco like it was his fault that I was locked up, and maybe it was because I, I couldn't tell him no, or I didn't want to uh, not ride with him. You know, it's not that he forced me to do anything. It's just that that was my homie, and I wanted to ride with him, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to go with him. I wanted to be with him. I wanted to, you know, whatever he was down with, I was down with, you know? Whatever I was down with, he was for sure down with, you know? And so, you know, when he want, he made that decision to, to do what he was going to do, I was right there with him, man. There was no hesitation. I didn't give a fuck because my homie was down with it. So, you know, we was down for each other. We was down together, man. And, uh, so we we was in the pen. We was getting we was down with each other. Also, fucking 
We got into a riot. You know, we 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 gang banging in the pen. We was gang banging in the streets, doing dirt in the streets, and now we gang banging in the pen. We got off. We had a riot in the day room. Uh, man, it was a trip because I had just got there, and it was my first experience with the real riot and shit. Uh, and that shit was wild as fuck. That shit was wild, man. And uh, but I got to spend some time with my homeboy before he left. So fast forward, I do five and I do like five and a half years. He does like seven, if or almost seven. They gave him thirteen with half, and uh, I get out first. He gets out, but well, he gets deported and then gets out, and we reunite. <laughs> We reunite, and uh, damn, it was a trip, man. You know, to go through all that, to do all that time, to grow up, and to get out, and to see the homie a, a few years after I get out. Not even a few years, a couple years. Uh, oh, it might have been a few because he had he had got deported. He even went and got married in Mexico, <laughs> brought his... Brought his wife from Mexico, and she didn't have a fucking clue what she was getting into because this motherfucker was crazy as shit. She didn't, she didn't, she might have knew Mexico, Cisco. She might have knew that fool, but she didn't know fucking Richmond, Cisco. She didn't know this fool real get down, you know, but she learned the hard way, unfortunately, and that marriage didn't last long at all. That fool, that fool, (laughs) that fool, Cisco was a fucking nutcase, man. Loyal dude, good dude, but just fucking, um, just didn't give a fuck, man. Just quick to pop off, quick to just react, you know. And he wasn't going for no disrespect. He wasn't going for, you know, I don't know. It's kind of, maybe that was his downfall at times, his attitude, whatever, you know. But uh, so he got home, he came home and we reunited. And I remember seeing him, we were going to a, it was New Year's Eve, and we were gonna have a party at my brother's and my bro- my sister's and my brother-in-law's house, and and uh, we picked him up, but his wife started tripping, and uh, I think he did come. He did come with us. She started tripping, and she wanted to go home on the way over there, so we took her back, and he came with us, I believe, and I remember when we were dropping him off. He told me, man, I love you, fool. You know, it caught me off guard. I was shaking his hand, said, all right, fool, see you later, you know. All right, homie, I'll talk to you later. And he was like, yeah, I love you, dog. And I was like, damn. You know, like, it never, you know, I never had a homie tell me he loved me like that. I never had, you know, uh, I don't think I ever had a homie tell me he loved me like that. Now I tell my homies, I love you, man. I love you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself. I love you, dude. You know, as a grown-ass man, you know, you share those feelings and let your people know how you feel about the Hey, hey I love you, homie. You know what I'm saying? Stay up, you know? My real people, you know, they know I love them. And they they and they love me back. You know what I'm saying? Um, but But this is, you know... This was a while back, and that he caught me off guard. And I was like, "Hey, I love you too, dog." You know, and that was real homie love. You know what I'm saying? That that's real homie love, man. And it was more than 
than the homie level. Like we was like family. Like he was my older brother. I didn't. I don't have any older brothers. I don't have any brothers, but I felt like we had that brother brother bond. And uh, he took me under his wing all those years. And uh, maybe he wasn't the best big brother. You know what I'm saying? But but that fool had love for me. And uh, and uh, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So that that was like. Uh, I just remember that. I never forget that day. I never forget that night when he told me when he told me he loved me, you know what I'm saying? I knew he was for real. I knew that fool, uh, all the shit that we had been through, all the years we had spent together hanging out and just uh building that bond, you know what I'm saying? It 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 was uh I don't know, it was we were like we were like brothers, you know, like real brothers and shit. Maybe I was the little brother that he that you know, that was taken away from him. And so um, I went through some shit a um, little while after that. Um, I got shot in 2007, and uh, I almost died. I was dying, actually. I was dying in the hospital. But uh, I'll save that story for another time. But I was in the hospital for about a month. And when I was in the hospital, he would come and visit me. You know, actually, oh, it's crazy now that I think about it. The night that I got shot, I fucking went to his house. I was with my homies and he was with a couple of his partners or something at his house. And they were playing cards or something. But I stopped by his house for something to use the bathroom or something we were in the area and i just stopped by his house and he was like what's up who you all right you good like later on he told me he's like you know i felt something was off dude like you know but it's one of the dudes that was there i really wasn't fucking with so it kind of threw me off it threw off the vibe so i just kind of said what's up or whatever and i left um but he knew he sent something was up he said something was a ride, the vibe, whatever the case may be, you know. I can't remember why the fuck I went there. Um I, I don't really remember why I went there, but I had just I thought I forgot about that. Now that I was telling the story, I did go to his house that night because I remember him talking about it later on. And he told me something was up. Like, you know, afterwards he told me, like, yeah, that sh- shit was weird. Something I knew something was up. And and then I left his house and I ended up getting shot. You know, um, shit went down like that. Um, but I spent a month in the hospital. When I was in the hospital, he was visiting me. Um, when I got out, I would go to his house. His wife would cook cook for us. And uh, and I was going through my shit, you know, rehabilitating and trying to get my life together. I, my life was a fucking mess. Um, it was a fucking mess at the time, you know. I was still hanging out, still not giving a fuck and shit. But my homeboy Cisco was there for me. He was always there for me. And um, um, he was living at his mom's house at the time. And uh, immigration showed up to his pad one day. And they arrested him and took him. You know, and he felt like it was his niece that had told the immigration where he was at. You know, she wasn't happy with him being there um, because him being there meant that, you know, he would kind of run the household and she didn't like that because she was used to 
kind of having the house to herself and doing what she wanted to do. So when he, when when Cisco showed up, you know, all that changed. Cisco didn't give a fuck about none of that. That was his parents' house, and he was gonna do sh- run shit how he run, he wanted to run it, you know. So one day out of, out of nowhere, them immigration showed up to his to his pad, snatched him up and 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 took him and put his ass in jail. So here he is back in the pen, and the feds. And uh, he gets out after a few years. I forget exactly how long. And uh, they deport him. He's in Mexico. And then I get a call one day that he died. I get a call one day um, uh, from somebody and they tell me, hey, I heard... They knew they were. They, they had people that that were. Um, they knew his family, or whatever, and they they told me they heard Cisco died. So I called his sister. I called his sister to ask her, "Hey, what's up with this? Is it true?" And she was telling me. She started kind of crying. She said, "Yeah, it's true." And then I fucking lost it. I just started crying. I couldn't even fucking talk. I could not even get my words out. Um, I couldn't get my words out. I couldn't stop crying. I was, I was like a fucking baby on the phone crying to his sister. Um, and it made her cry even more. Um, so from what the story that we, we we were told is that he was in the shower and he passed out in the shower or fell, whatever. He passed out in the shower and hit his head and like bled to death. Um, remember I told you that he was like a hemophiliac or whatever he had, you know, whatever comes with that. So I'm assuming it was related to that, you know, him hitting his head or whatever and bleeding out. Um, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Whether that was the, you know, they're telling me the truth or, uh, who knows what really happened in Mexico you know, shit happens in Mexico, man, and fucking, you never find out the truth. But that's the story I was told, and that's the, you know, that's what I got to deal with, you know. But uh, that was a few years back. That was a few years ago. It's been a while. Um, and, uh, man, rest in peace to my motherfucking dog, Cisco, man. Big Cisco, man. I love that motherfucker, man. I think about that fool all the time, man. His favorite song, I mean, <laughs> at the time, like in '96, was uh, "Ain't Nothing But a Gangster Party." Man, when that "All Eyes on Me" came out, uh, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, that motherfucker loved that song, man. I remember one time he left me a voicemail, and on my phone with the whole fucking song. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he was able to play the whole song on the voicemail. But he fucking did it, man. Uh, man, we were even cellies in the county. Man, that motherfucker, man. I don't know why he had to leave me. Uh, maybe it was for my own good. Because he really wasn't a, a good influence on me, I guess. Um, if I really stopped to think about it. But I didn't see all that. I just, I just see, you know. A big brother, you know what I'm saying? I just seen the homie, man. 
But in actuality, man, we was just up to no fucking good. You know, we was up to no good. And wasn't nobody going to tell him any different. Wasn't nobody going to stop Cisco doing from whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He'll just look at a motherfucker crazy and cuss him out. And I'm right there, his little brother. What the? F- I'm just going with the flow, you know? But uh, Cisco was my best friend. He was my big brother. He was my homie for life, man. And I had to do this for Cisco, man. Even though he was crazy, even though he was all those things, he was a solid dude with a good heart. He was no sucker. He wasn't going to be doing no scandalous stuff. He he had morals. He had standards. You know, he didn't just, you know, do wild shit for no reason. Um, he loved his family. He loved his brother, his little brother, Fly. Rest in peace, Fly. He loved his parents. He loved his sisters. And, uh, man, he just had a, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. He's, he is, he, he was the way he was, man. Um, he was no scandalous dude, like I said. People had love for him. People liked him. You know, people didn't, you know, they weren't talking shit about him. It wasn't that he was just a fucking bully or whatever, man. He just wasn't taking no shit. That's all it was to it, you know, and he was quick to jump. But uh, that's my dog, though, man. That's my dog, and, I, and I'm going to make sure that, my, that Cisco's memory lives on forever, man. That's my goal, man. Cisco going to always live on forever, man, as long as I'm alive, man. That was the brother I never had, the uncle I never had, you know, the family member I never had, man. But I'm so glad that I got to live my life with that fool, man. We spent many years on the streets and in the pen laughing, joking. We was always fucking joking, man. Always laughing, always cracking up, man. That motherfucker was hilarious, man. I miss that fool so much, man. Uh, I think about him when I'm driving my car, listening to music, man. It makes me sad because sometimes I feel like I, I almost forgot forgot about him, man. And I don't want to forget about him. I can't forget about him. I wish I had more pictures of him. I only got one fucking picture of him, man. And uh, I want to get more, man. I want to make sure his memory lives on forever, man. I ain't never had a friend like Cisco. I never had a family member like Cisco, man. That was my motherfucking heart right there, man. I love that dude. I'll kill a motherfucker for that dude because I know he'd do the same for me, man. You know, you don't really get friends like that that often, you know. They don't come around all that much, you know. But when they do, man, you got to, you know, um, enjoy the, each other's company, man, and create memories and, and make sure that, you know, when one of them is not around, that, that their memory lives on forever, and that's what I'm doing here. Rest in peace, the motherfucking big Cisco VFL, baby. I'll see you when I get there, big dog. Y'all be easy.